feeling under the weather. My I, my voice is not in its best shape. Um, if only I could just, you know, do a little Mary Poppins and then just kind of, you know, shrill away those vocal exercises. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Um, feeling a little dejected, but that's, you know, we're not going to talk about that. I don't, this isn't a shrink's chair. You know, I almost became a shrink. So I started a podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Um, what do I, I mean, I talked about Perry Mason last night, you know. I mean, he needs a shrink. But, you know, he has that. What is she? It's his, the lady who bought his family's farm, but they sleep together. And she talks like this. She's kind of like a, a Mexican version of um what's her name um Kathleen Turner she she is she's like a Mexican version of Kathleen because she's got that voice and she and she knows how to bring Perry Mason down you know after some mezcal oh my goodness it's been one it's not even the end of the week and I was gonna say it's one hell of a week Oh, yeah. It feels like it, though. The first two days have been interesting. They have been, um... I don't really want to say. Like I said, this is not a shrink's chair. Uh, I studied Freud up until the point that I realized he was psycho and, you know, loved cocaine and thought homosexuality was weird. It's like, well, okay. Well, you're... Sigmund Freud and you're hanging out with Carl Jung let's talk about that um maybe that's the pain medication talking I don't know I don't know um I'm getting a root canal so hopefully not this week I've decided to do it on the weekend so that you know my screams can uh, not be heard while I'm trying to do my job so yeah it's it's been interesting that you know you you put things off and this is what happens and and so i had dinner tonight and i was eating sushi on the side where i have a tooth missing that i eventually have to put a fake tooth in there which i don't want to i wish i could just like get one of those like you know like a falsie and just put it in there (laughs) like a gold one just for fun just for fun um I'm in rare form tonight. Like I said, it's it feels like the end of the week and it's only Tuesday. What what is wrong here? <sighs> a lot is wrong. But like I said, I'm not gonna talk about it. This is a film podcast. This is a music podcast. So I'll just dive right into music and what music provides me. Not just entertainment, but solace. Redemption release um i know why the pieces fit that's what tool said uh i mean i i know all about the harmonics i know about the harmonics and how when a band hits a tone an atonal you know and then a crescendo i'm talking led zeppelin-ish here um and it, and and this is why you are alive for the music i don't have kids i'm not married Maybe one day, who knows? I've always joked and said maybe in, in my next life, I will father children. Um, oh, shit, did it break? 
my next life I'll father some children and and then um, you know I mean it's not on my list of things to do um, <laughs> but these bands I find that you know as I get older oh god that dreaded word you know most people listen to like softer music when I was a teenager I was listening to Billy Holiday okay let's let's go right there I was already listening to softer music because the teenage me was just raging you know I was throwing things I was either 17 going on 4 I don't know and the music, the music helped, you know, you'd put your headphones on and, and sometimes people would use that in kind of a derogatory or a pejorative kind of way. Oh, just put your headphones on because they didn't want to hear me anymore. Yeah. These are certain family members who would say that to me. Not, thankfully not my immediate family, but others would say that shit to me. And I don't forget it. But what I do remember very well is the music and how, you know, my tastes would change. They're always changing. But I find that as I get older, uh, the harder music, the metal and the hard rock and um, some people, I don't think, get it. They, Hey, God forbid you ever pull up alongside me and my windows are down and you hear it. And it's like, whoa, I'm sure some people have gotten an earful who either they know me or they see me after hours and they hear what's coming out of the car and they're like oh my god <laughs> because you know I'm sure people think I'm squeaky clean and that I'm this goody two shoes and it's like no come on come on um, I, I growing up I was in the principal's office a lot a lot mainly for my mouth and for my actions and um, trying to defend myself and you know and then what I would do is put on some music you know music was always the not just the escape it was the extension of life and um, people have either this is probably why I'm a very private person people have either used that against me oh you like his music all you do is buy music or they 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 want to pal up with me you know it's like oh oh you like them yeah yeah they probably think i'm weird i am weird i'm very weird i come from a very long line of weird people very intelligent people um if we cut math out of the equation though um I've often been told that's why I wasn't, I couldn't be a good musician is that I was not mathematically inclined and I didn't have long fingers because I have little short fingers. Um, well, they're not short and little. I mean, they're just fingers though. They're not, you know, supersize me, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once fingers. All right because I always wanted to play guitar or bass and it didn't happen and, and that's the that's the crust of life but as I get older yes I you know everything from Lamb of God to Miss Sugar to I've always loved Tool I've always and Behemoth oh my god but I've always loved Tool um but I find as I get older the music uh, and my musical tastes get harder harder you know it's like rock metal um and, and still hip hop, you know, but I'm very, I'm very picky about the hip hop that I listen to. I'm not just gonna 
you know, oh my god, it's on the radio, let me hear it. No. I can't really say the last time I listened to the radio. If it it was probably a classic rock station. I, I don't really do talk radio. That's just not me. Uh, I do a podcast. That's that's enough talking for me. <laughs> and yes, I do. I do listen to this show. Not so much to hear my own voice, but to hear the progress because you know I am an artist. And I tend to be kind of a perfectionist and I want to hear, okay, where am I, where is the dead air? Like when I do an um or I pause and I have to learn not to do that and um all the time. I I did pretty well in public speaking, you know, I took a, I took a speech class in college and kind of found my voice because I was very kind of shy and I did not like public speaking and I did not like my own tone of my voice. It's, I still think I have a weird voice. I, you know. But like I said, over time, I've learned how to just, especially with doing the podcast, you know, you learn kind of, okay, if I'm going to go this, this, you know, I'm going to go. How do I describe this? It's like that song that I used to sing when I was a preschool teacher. We can't go over it. We have to go through it. <laughs> Um, and so with my voice, I was just like, okay, you know, speak a little more from your diaphragm. I know how to sing, so I know how to sing from the diaphragm. Um, but you know, sometimes it's hard to just focus. My brain is like all over the place, you know, and, um, I'm sure that puts some people off. They're just like, you know, people don't know how to categorize probably me you know not just my music I mean my musical tastes are very interesting they're very um they're all over the place but as I get older yes it's my musical tastes get harder maybe because I, I you know I still I will you know you don't ever lose that anger and that rebellion even as you get older I think people think that you get to this point, you mellow out. And, and to an extent, I am kind of mellow. To an extent, I still am very passionate about things. And, and I do get really angry about certain things. Um, you know, but I've learned to just kind of, you know, uh, put them aside. But I do believe in, you know, I think some people, you know, oh, this is your only life you're going to live. I don't believe in that. I believe that you have many different lives to live and I do believe in reincarnation and, and music is an extension of that these past lives you know why else would I be so intrigued by Billy Holiday at 17 and then Ella Fitzgerald and then Nina Simone and then Lena Horne and um, Miles Davis and because you know that was instrumental music I was like for me with Miles Davis just that title alone you know how you, you should not judge a book by its cover but the fact that he had an album called Bitches Brew and I remember seeing that as a teenager and being like that's bitching I really did say that too and my mother's like what? I said what's Miles Davis? Bitches Brew <laughs> oh god and 
this odyssey that he knew i couldn't really conceptualize it till i got older i think it was my 30s when i finally got to sit down and listen to bitches brew i love saying that title and it's like whoa and and that's the thing no one really got me into the music that i was listening to i kind of i went in search of it for myself i i worked in a library in high school my junior and senior year because you could either be a ta or an assistant and i worked in the library and i loved it and the ladies i worked with were fabulous and um you can you know it's always funny a side note of that you can always tell i'm not straight because i'm saying fabulous <laughs> a lot of gentlemen don't say fabulous uh, it's either of my brethren or you know you know or they'll say fantastic yeah yeah, the verbiage. But I remember I had a friend come in when I was, and they, you know how people are. They come in the library. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, my class is coming in here. I gotta look for a book on Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday. I've heard that name. I was like, okay, let me look for the book. Or and, and we couldn't find the book, but we found the Encyclopedia Britannica, and Billy was in there. And I thought, you know. I've always wondered what Billy Holiday sounds like. So I started listening to Billy Holiday and boom and it was and it was fascinating. I went on this odyssey of jazz and blues and um, <sighs> immersed myself. I even had a copy. I still have it of her autobiography that she wrote Lady Sings the Blues in the 1950s. A very searing uh, brutal biography very truthful and very you know she went to jail and her heroin um usage and that's the other thing about music is you know music is made by these musicians that are, are sometimes somewhat damaged people and don't have a home and are misunderstood such as nina simone nina simone singing don't let me be misunderstood still touches me to this day she probably sings it the best uh, the best way the most evocative and visceral and this is why i like talking about music is because with music in some films but with music i really you know i i my descriptions of it because it really is everything that is like pandora's box when you really start to understand music and then you wish you could have been a musician and I sing a little and sometimes when I'm able to sing a little then I can uh, I, I sound a lot better on this show because I've had compliments from people you sound great and it's like yeah because I was walking around by myself you know after dinner in the house singing Black Keys songs and those are kind of really bluesy songs and, and um kind of and my voice was already kind of in bad shape because you know i got allergies and um this weather is just yeah and i'm tired i'm tired most of the time and uh for a living i do use my voice i do voiceovers and i also teach so you have to have your voice you know whether i'm, I'm giving a lecture or having to maintain the peace <laughs> oh god 
I remember at one point my voice was literally shot and I was still, and I, even the microphone couldn't pick it up. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Right now I'm using the iOS microphone um, that I usually use. Uh, so yeah, I, you know what? Everything happens for a reason, I guess. I shouldn't guess, but every, yeah. But for me, music is everything. And music has probably been the greatest love. The only love, you know. Um, yeah, I could, I could very honestly say at 42 years old, I've never been in love. I've been in lust. But music, music is, music is the partner that I sleep with. And music is the thing that I just can't wait to listen to. And, um, you know... It's it starts right there. It starts right there. You know, as a kid, I can remember the first record I owned, and it was and it was a forty-five of "You Belong to the City" by Glenn Frey, the late Glenn Frey of the Eagles. I didn't even know who the Eagles were. I just knew that I liked that song. Then I then as I got older, I started to realize, oh yeah, that was the theme to Miami Vice, because we used to watch Miami Vice. See, I am a, I am a child of the eighties. I was born you know at almost the end of 1980 and so the 80s are very familiar to me and the music especially I remember the first time I heard Madonna and my babysitter who is gone she's been gone a long time and she was a teenager and she was playing Papa Don't Preach and I'm dancing and I was maybe six so yeah music music is such an an infectious thing and then to be able to go and see those acts live i will not see madonna i just won't i won't but i'll see depeche mode and i'm gonna see depeche mode at the end of this month and i am very elated and just excited i mean god the concert season let's think about that okay depeche mode in march gojira and mastodon in april author and punisher in april janet jackson in june yeah 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 in june and then aftershock and then hopefully tool i mean you know it's not like last year last year it was 16 concerts 16 I never ever intended for that to ever happen. It was just kind of like fuck. And um you know, I mean, if I can remember uh, oftentimes, you know, I'm either stressed and I'll forget things or I'll just joke and say, "Well, I'm 42 years old," you know, and then I'll think, "Yeah, that's no excuse." Here <laughs> because people say, "Yeah, but you're still a baby." Yeah. I do feel like a baby sometimes. Um, 16 concerts. Shoosh. All right. It started with Tool in January of 2022. Buddy Guy in March of 2022. Ministry in April of 2022, along with the Melvins. Deftones and Gojira two days later in April of 2022. Behemoth in May of 2022. Bob Dylan in June of 2022. In September, Joan Jett, Poison, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, followed by Nine Inch Nails a few days later. Buddy Guy again. Miss Sugar, The 
Black Keys. Now, Miss Sugar the Black Keys and Two Nights of Aftershock was four days in a row, and I was exhausted. Pussifer in October. Chelsea Handler at the end of October. Morrissey in uh, November. And Arcade Fire in November. So that's 16 concerts. I won't ever do that again. I remember when I was leaving Mountain View after the Black Keys and I said out loud I will not do this again because the night before I had driven to San Francisco to see Meshuggah and I took my friend it was in flames and Meshuggah with the knowledge that I was going to Aftershock and I was going to see Meshuggah again on Friday yeah yeah I'm I am just I'm nuts I'm nuts for music and I can't play any of it for you because it's copyrighted and I and I don't want them to come after me. And but just to talk about it and what music means to me. What these songs mean. And as I get older, it's kinda of like, whoa. I want I want stuff that hits me. Not physically, but emotionally and sonically. And when it's something nice whether it's Jane Addiction's mountain song, which is those who know me know that when I'm leaving like a concert and especially if I'm if I'm coming down from oh god that's so funny coming down the mountain that's 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 the song right there I'll play it I don't fucking care and um but just for shits and giggles when I'm coming down the Altima if you're familiar with Northern California and you're coming down and you're and you're about to cross back into the valley you know they should really have a sign that says do you really want to come back and um uh yeah i mean i will play that just for fun or when i'm coming down from <laughs> when i'm coming down the mountain yeah it sounds like that was it she'll be coming around the mountain. i'm really tired um yeah here we go This song is like 35 years old. Just uh, talk amongst yourselves. This is Jane's Addiction. Okay, I'm going to pull away. I don't want Perry Farrell to come after me or Dave Navarro. They already look pretty punk rock. Oh, my God. They're not even in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Keep that in mind. But I'll play that. Those who know me know I'll play that. Like, someone called me once, and they were like, what are you listening to? Chain's Addiction. Are you really coming down the mountain? Yes, I am. They started laughing. Are you... They, I remember they asked, are you on anything? No. You really are coming down the mountain. I am, yeah. How does it feel? It's good. I went to a show and I survived. Because Bay Area, Bay Area traffic's pretty, pretty wild. You know, you gotta, you cannot sort it with a fine tube comb. You have to be ready for that shit. You know, I mean, I'm literally driving. People are texting me and I'm like, Siri, text so-and-so. Okay, okay. You know. I'm in rare form tonight because I am kind of under the weather. 
physically and mentally <laughs> for some reasons that I don't want to go into. Um, it's just been a weird, weird couple of days, two days. That's hard to believe. Like I said, it's it feels like it's the end of the week, but it's only the it's not even the middle yet. We haven't even reached Wednesday. Um, and sometimes I feel I bite off more than I can chew, and it's like. Or I get emotionally invested. I'm like, oh, damn. This is why you're not married. This is why you don't have children. Just remember that. You don't get emotionally invested in shit. Do what you need to fucking do and get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I like what I do. It's, it can be a little taxing. Uh. But I have to remember I gotta it's like a shark. You gotta keep on moving or you're dead. And I gotta keep on moving in terms of getting up daily and doing what I need to do and uh but I do like consistency. I like consistency and I like feeling supported. I'm throwing that out there to the universe. I like the support and the consistency. Yeah. I'm just so tired But to talk about music I mean any day Come on Bring it I mean if you look at my I always think that The way iTunes has this Because I, the, the first iPhone you, Your music You could go through it It looked like vinyl But now you have to like scroll And you can't drive and scroll, so then you have to say it, play the album. Oh, playing album. Or then it will say it's taking too long. Like, I don't have that kind of time. I need mood music. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it is a very black celebration, Depeche Mode kind of time. <coughs> and um, I'm sure, you know, I've already told people I do this show about music and film. So if they're disappointed that I'm not talking about a film, I'm talking about music and playing Jane's Addiction. <laughs> what a name. You know, it's like, what what is in a name? Well, we could ask Bob Dylan that. See, I'm, I'm in rare form tonight. I'm in rare form. No fucks were given. Um... I mean, even Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. It's, it's not metal. That would be funny. That would be so... Or if she goes through, like, a punk phase. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, but, yeah, by the power invested in me and Miss Sugar, I pronounce you all ready to rock out. And um, my experiences at these concerts... I mean, I avoid the mosh pit at all costs. I don't have to go back into what almost happened at Aftershock and how I almost got pulled into it. I, I basically was in the mosh pit. I had no intentions of being there. It's like being married. I have no intentions of that. If it happens, cool. If it's um, meant to be, I'm open for it. I'm open to things now that I probably wouldn't necessarily be into um but yeah you know i mean but when it comes to music oh my goodness 
it really it really is it's a it's a an emotional aspect and probably a relationship that i will always have despite those who leave although i've always i'm usually the one who ends it you know um it's the music the music is just always a constant and always there and um you know like i remember when i worked in early education and someone said to me that i should take a cruise i should take a fucking cruise what because they take cruises no i'm good oh but it's fun after a pandemic i don't really think so but then after watching hacks with the brilliant Jean uh, Smart and and I forget her her co-star's name uh, and they're on a lesbian cruise and I thought oh that's why you told me to take a cruise because you go on a lesbian cruise yeah I don't think so I don't think so yes maybe an all male cruise would be great but on a boat no if I want to see Europe I'll save up and go backpacking um or well I can't go backpacking. Well, I'll save up. Stay at the Jean de Lessie. I can't even say it. But um, for me, I go to concerts. That's what I do. I don't go to cruises. I go to concerts. I go to festivals. I immerse myself in the music and the affectations of the band and the, the lyrics and whether it's the visuals or Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about music until the cows come home. Um, to quote my grandmother. Yeah, because she would always say that. You could talk until the cows come home, kiddo. It's like, yeah. <sighs> but to quote Oprah. What, wouldn't she be surprised all these years later? I'm still talking. <laughs> Oprah said that once. She says, yes, dreams do come true, especially when you give out a free car. Um, I would love to have a, 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 a podcast, like a radio show, where I could give out like a free car because I know exactly who I would give it to. I really do. And it would not be... I mean, first of all, it's not going to be televised. It's not. And life itself shouldn't always be televised. And that's why I don't do a video podcast. And more power to those who do. I do. You know, on the, what is this? Shit. Anyway, I, I, do an, I do an audio podcast. I'm very proud of it. I'm very in tune with it. You know, I love the sound of the human voice. Now, my own voice, that's, oh, jeez, I have to get another one. That's, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's another story. My, my voice is, you know, my voice is like an acquired taste. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. And, um, it's, uh, yeah, even when I sing, I'm like, no. Some people have asked me to sing for them, and sometimes I do. And sometimes I gotta get out the reverb, you know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta get that shit 
it I, I like it to be professional because I am professional I you know I I strive to be uh always there and always ready to go and always you know watch my p's and my q's and don't worry i'm not rambling because there's a there's always a point to everything isn't there to be on point to listen to be available and so that's the dr zeus film podcast music edition and I'm looking at my coat and realizing I have to get it fixed. And I just bought this coat in uh, January. It's a nice kind of military. Oh, shit. It's falling apart. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, I got to get that fixed. Damn it. Damn. You know how you're doing something and then you're like, oh, and there goes the coat. So... And so I had to unplug because I had something to attend to. And um, that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast in a nutshell. My relationship with music has been a consistent, a constant, consistent, I'm tired, since I was probably a baby. So for 42 years, you know, although those who know me know I can't stand Lionel Richie. Nothing against him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He seems like a talented person. But as a little kid, like I was maybe one or two, and they say that I would say turn it off because the sound of his voice really irritated me. I don't know why. I Like I said, he's, he's a talented man. And I'll give him that. But it's like, no, you know. So my relationship with music is very strong, probably the strongest relationship I've ever had um, on my own, you know. So here we are, 42, oh God, almost 43. Yeah, I, I, you know, a budding musician that I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be able to shred on the guitar I never wanted to be a drummer. I, I respect drummers. I respect bass players. I think Justin Chancellor of Tool is probably one of the best bass players. And I think that Danny Carey of Tool, I, I, I am forever Tool. And then Adam Jones of Tool and then Maynard James Keenan. But guitarists, I have a book that I just got of uh, Tom Morello. And I always wanted to be Tom Morello. I That is the guitarist of my my life of of my adolescence was this black and white uh, because he's mixed guitarist whose mother was a school teacher and whose father was from Kenya and um you know did rage against the machine audio slave and the night watchman and prophets of rage and is politically inclined um and at the same time, so passionate about music like Kiss and Led Zeppelin and The Clash. And that's why I love music. And that's why I love musicians. You know, I don't, I, because I wanted to be them. That was always my escape. My, I always thought that was going to be my way out was music. Be a performer or, you know, um, but I, I really don't like performing in front of people. The only time I've ever done that 
I think I was in high school and I've talked about this before and I had a friend and her name um uh, oh god she was so sweet Nicole and I've always wondered what happened to her and she loved country music and I really couldn't get into country music I like the Dixie Chicks I remember that now they're called the Chicks and um we would sing duets because she needed a duet partner and she would teach me these country songs and I would sing you know I was a teenager I was about 18 and she says you have a good voice why don't you join choir I said I don't know how to read music she says but you you know how to keep time though as long as I give you the arrangement I'm like yeah um and then, and then a few years ago, my family went to Hawaii to visit family. And I sang karaoke. And I was confident. And I wasn't overly confident. And I sang Audio Slave. And I sang um, Bon Jovi. And I sang Stone Temple Pilots and Metallica. And this is stuff that I knew. I can't sing Maroon 5. I tried. I tried. My voice is not high like that, thankfully. Um, so yeah, mute my relationship with music is very potent and very strong. And I'll be listening to it till you carry me out of here when I'm 105 years old or whenever. So um, that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, Unpleasant Dreams. Mm-hmm.